We are on. Mm. <laughs> it is our first episode. This is our first episode. Yes. Um, we got to explain to people what we're doing exactly, right? Yes, we to have. To. Okay. So, oh, welcome to Mmm Podcast <laughs> in the series of Should I? Which is Mickey and Matthias for the meme. Yes, the Mmm, not the Should I. <laughs> it is triple M, it is MMM, and it is indeed mm. Mickey and Matthias for the meme. And... Um, this series is should I? <laughs> yeah, so we decided to start a podcast for fun because we we enjoy having fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one else does. Are you nervous? No. I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know why. Um but no, but we we decided to start a podcast for fun and um just like us sitting down and kind of recording our usual conversations. Yes. Um and what is the prompt thing? What are we the doing? The prompt with that? is should I? So we have a series of topics, three <laughs> per episode, and we will just go through those topics in the in the umbrella question of should I? So technically, question can be should I buy shoes? Should and I? then we have a discussion. Should I have buy shoes? What benefits do shoes <laughs> offer me? What negatives? I mean, I, I think it goes without saying that you should buy shoes. <laughs> Oh, man, they can, they can, they can be, if, they, if they're too tight, hey, hey maybe for if the future, shoes are too tight, you maybe shouldn't. for a future episode, we'll do should you buy shoes. And also, um, there's many people who like to be barefoot. That's true. So are we getting into yeah, shoes? This, 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 this is a perfect example of the gist of what we're about to do. <laughs> That's true. And um, we will stray from these topics a lot. Oh, yes. Because the whole point is like, we want to have fun and we want to keep this really casual and really kind of like open-ended. Um, and um, so we'll start with a topic and then we might go to something completely different. But be sure that we will um, actually answer the question in our opinion. Indeed. Should, without further ado, should we just yeah, let's start just get tracking with, let's this, get with the topics? Him. We have three good new good ones for today. New ones, good ones. Um, let's start with the bee sting. <laughs> so, if you if you would would do the honors I'll of reading the them. So the question is: Should you have it or should you not? Bees for pets. Very good question. Right, it's such a good question. I mean, let's start off with the easy one. If you get enough bees. If you get enough bees, you'll make your own honey. That is true. But I, I, I now ask you the question, <laughs> where do you keep the bees? I don't know. I guess they, they can have their own little honey pot in, in, a, in a box of glass. It's also a full-on hobby. Oh, yeah. It's a full-on hobby. To be fair, like, there are beekeepers <laughs> and those bees are outside. But uh, I'm, I'm assuming we exclude the beekeeping and we're like... Having these bees in our house because the prompt was pets. Wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. Are we saying like that's that's a Just good bee, that's bee a good keep- distinction? Because are we thinking like bees as a beekeeper, or are we thinking like get like four bees and name them and keep them as pets around the house? I'm thinking pets. The prompt was pets. Okay, pets. Um, so it's not like beekeeping, <laughs> like where you make it make some profit out of it, yeah. and it, it it is ultimately like a almost a profession instead of like because you don't think of your dog when it's a pet you don't think it as a profession <laughs> yeah i hope so so. <laughs> so so in the same manner if the bees are pets then they're pets you can absolutely reap the rewards let's say they make honey then of, of course 
have that honey, but like you cannot like it is a pet, you know. So would you get like how many bees are we talking? <laughs> would you get like like five bees or like fifty bees? I mean, or like five hundred? In bees? my opinion, isn't it kinda sad if you don't have a colony? I think it's, it's either one, sad if you it's don't have either a bee. It's either one bee that is your partner <laughs> or it is an entire colony. Like everything in between is kinda like too too little or too much. What would you name your one bee? <laughs> I'd name mine Blake, but I'd call him Balake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it's a nice name. Plus, like, B Balake. <laughs> you know, kind of. B Balake. Kind of fits. Um, but yeah, no, I think, like, but also, let's, let's, it's a fun scenario, but not string from the question. You're kind of a weird person if you have a bee for a pet, and it's kind of a strange thing to do. I'm not saying don't do it, but, you know, it's a bee. So, like, I guess that bee is lonely. <laughs> and I guess... How do you know? First of all, how did you get this bee? You probably either captured it yourself or some shady guy sold you a bee. First of all... <laughs> a trained bee. You have a bee guy. Um, first of all, like, the other thing is you got to feed this bee, right? I don't yeah. think anyone's ever done that. Like, have a we single a, one a, single it's, bee. It's not a bee, but our um, my elementary school class... We found a giant, giant spider and we decided to trap him and it actually became a class pet. And people went so far as to like collect flies for it. And this, this spider just shoved the flies in his mouth and it was very grotesque to watch. How big was the spider? Like, like it was, how would I explain it in words because of the <laughs> podcast? It was a pretty decent one. Like it, imagine those like biggest the UK has. Oh yeah, like those, those are big. It, 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 those it are big. big. Those are big. Um, what did you name the spider? I can't remember. You can't remember the name of your spider pet? It was the class spider. <laughs> it was not my spider. But a spider, like people keep tarantulas. No one keeps a bee. Yeah, or, but or what, a it, what, bee. It, what, what is the difference? Ultimately. Ultimately, there is none. Yeah, because like, well, I guess the, the, the main flies. But the main, the, main, <laughs> the main difference is a. Do you keep this bee in in a in like a what do you keep it in, you know? It can't just fly around the house. I feel like like a spider or any insect that it count, counts as a pet, it, I guess you need to get like a glass box or like so something to contain. So keep the bee in a glass box? Well, otherwise it will fly away. It is pretty awkward though. Like one of the reasons I would say don't have bee as a pet is because it flies erratically and if you're dusting your house and keeping the window open, it just flies away and you will never see it again. Um, so I googled it just so we like fact check some things. And people are saying logically that there is no such thing as a pet bee. Because, I mean, yet. because by nature they are a community. Um, so Well, okay, that, that's what I... Then, then I, 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 back to my point. I said either one... Or a whole colony. No, but one would be... I I don't know about bees that much, but I bet one bee would die out of, like, loneliness oh, yeah, or, or, you know, like, not taking care of it properly. So if you have a colony, yeah, go for it. But don't, don't have <laughs> one bee or even four bees. Have, like, a full-on colony. Um, plus, interesting fact, some guy claims, some guy that's a beekeeper, um, that bees really do recognize, quote-unquote, their human. Um, but hmm. I think that's from a colony perspective. 
Uh, have you seen the TikToks of that lady? No. There, well, there's there's this lady on TikTok. I used to have TikTok. I don't <laughs> anymore, so that people know. Um, but there's this lady on TikTok that's a beekeeper, and she shows us like really cool stuff about bees. Um, and um, there was this really cool thing about the transportation of the 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 queen bee, and how like the colony gets used to it and stuff like that. And um, it was very interesting. Uh, but bees are very cute as well. Are they? Yeah. Like bumblebees, yes, but yeah. like actual like bees. Yeah, I'm thinking bumblebees. Yeah, bumblebees are cute. They're like this fluffy ball that <laughs> like I have flies. A bee, I have a bee but, tattoo, so, you know. Yeah, but like bee itself. That's Google. But what? Oh okay, they God. have a little fuzzy body, but they're not <laughs> they're not like bumblebees. Like they're more like But bumblebees they're are like, cute. Bees themselves are kind of like in between like a hornet and a bumblebee. Jesus, well, I think like that. I think it, it comes, you know, just to answer the question more generally, I guess, in a more educated manner, it comes to kind of any pet. So if you're a human that is capable of, uh, you know, taking care of an animal, kind of you can go for it. But if you're a human that is not capable of taking care of any animal, then you shouldn't be taking care of a bee either, because um, like if you if you're incapable of taking care of a dog then you don't don't try and take care of a bee because that's got its own little specificities. Also for like common pets, you have all those people and services that are designed to help you and these mm-hmm. information booklets. I'm, I'm doubting hard mm-hmm. that there is any information to be available to have a bee as a pet. Oh, actually. Um, Beekeepers probably have their own information yeah, so you have uh, honeybees and then you have bumblebees, but then you have something called solitary bees, which are bees that are alone and exist on their own, uh, and they like to be alone. So I'm assuming, uh, this is what uh, greenandblue.co.uk says, um, so I'm assuming that theoretically, theoretically, maybe that bee wouldn't, you know, die of loneliness should it be <laughs> probably not but then then it this will probably so... not offer you any companionship that's will it? well i don't think any bee would offer you like companionship if that's what you're looking for. probably not but if if like to me it kind of is the same kind of thing like why would you get fishes because they don't offer you companionship fishes. you don't you don't bond with the fishes but then if you watch the fishes there is something going on there you like it you enjoy it and you that's like true. you can name them so in the same same sense like why not have a beehive society and then watch that and be like oh that's roger that's that's bernard oh the queen tina is there um this this website called green and blue the same um i got an ad that popped up to subscribe and it says keep the buzz why is that not a buzzfeed commercial (gasps) why is that not buzzfeed if you ever listen to this there's a a missed opportunity yeah we're we're also very new buzzfeed but if you want to sponsor (laughs) us um we're 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 on the market you know like oh yeah us and our four listeners would really enjoy oh yeah um so so you would make six people happy that's true you know but um overall to the question uh, (laughs) um i'll go back to the hive how do you feed a whole hive is it self-sustained or do you need to i don't know well let's let's fact check i'm not a a bee Uh man um beehive what do they eat let's see 
It's such a strange they choice. They collect as well. sugar. So I guess it's such uh, a strange choice as well to like have I guess you know I nectar and pollen. It, so technically you got to have uh, live flowers for them to For the beehive? Yeah, for yeah. them to keep alive. I mean, I would assume so. But the fresh honey would be dope. Fresh honey would be really dope. Yeah, so basically you cannot just have a beehive. You need to uh, make like a flower field and like basically simulate reality. But also, okay, and this is completely, you know, kind of straying away from the uh, key of the topic. But technically, um, if we take ethical um, uh, considerations in mind, um, beekeeping is like kind of unethical because vegans, they don't eat you know, honey, because it's, yeah. it's, uh, you're taking something away from the animals. So technically, mm-hmm. beekeeping is the same as like, you know, milking your cow when it comes to, you know, animals working for some sort of food that we as humans enjoy. So you got to think about, you know, like, do you want to take the honey away from the bees, the honey that they work so hard to make? Um, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But that is, again, in the situation where you do have a hive and it does produce honey. In the situation where you have the one solitary bee called Balagi, <laughs> that's very different. Um, so bees as pets. I'm going to lean on no. I'm going to go with a no as well. Too, too many risk factors. Yeah. Ultimately, it can just fly away yeah. in one and day. And it seems, to me, it seems like a little bit on the line, a little on the line of like, hmm, is this okay? You know, because like one bee, I feel sad for the bee, you know, it's one bee. They're made to be yeah. with other bees, you know, don't take the bee, you know, just like let it, let it be. <laughs> I guess that's a perfect way to close that topic. That is a perfect way to close that topic. Moving. Before we get to the next one, how are you? Anything, anything like going on in your life? <laughs> I started a podcast recently. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You did start a podcast recently called mm. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Nothing else. I'm not prompting you for anything. <laughs> I just wanted to make a little bit of chit chat before we jump into the next thing. Yeah, nothing special. I think lockdown time for anyone is not the most eventful one. That unless true. you work in your key worker or you're in a very specific situation. Then We're in it London. Might be too eventful. We're in London. To whomever is listening, in yes. Cares, yes. So if this becomes we, worldwide, yes. <laughs> then this if, podcast. If you're in, in London. like uh, New Zealand, listening to this, <laughs> first of all, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a Thursday night. But we know? do thank you we for your listen. You. Absolutely, and we we would love to go to New Zealand. So if you'll have us, we'll, we'll grab you as a guest on the um on the mm, podcast. Um, but no, we're in London, and London has been. In lockdown for a while oh yeah um so it's kind of very monotonous but you know it ain't monotonous when you start a podcast no so, you know <laughs> okay topic number two yes yes <laughs> you, you I'll, have the I'll, I'll i'll do it prompt so we have should you do it in this uh, instance so should you do it or should you not <laughs> nail polish as a guy, so <laughs> I'll I'll start with this one. You, you'll start. You know, I think um, first of all to um, everyone listening and to our friends in New Zealand, <laughs> um, me and Matthias, um, I think both have a very strong opinion on this because we both uh, like to indulge in a little bit of nail polish here and there. 
Um, so my immediate answer is yes. Uh, do what makes you happy and uh, do what makes uh, you look the best you think you look visually. Uh, and, you know, internally, if that brings you some sort of a spiritual closure. Um, but, 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 you know, I think it's also the bigger, um, a bigger question because it's, uh, it kind of relates to toxic masculinity in a way. Uh, and we should all, you know, uh, guys and girls, we should be kind of striving towards uh, killing that as much as possible. And uh, I think wearing nail polish, something that has for so long been such a, symbol of femininity uh on a guy nowadays is a really good step in that direction yeah i still i've ran into some interesting comments about it like for example at the airport when i got a random check i think it was probably like a drug check or something for disclaimer i did not have any drugs it was just a casual checkup (laughs) but i was wearing nail polish at the time and the guy who checked me saw my nails and he was like oh you look so beautiful and as a as a man that is an interesting comment to get isn't it <laughs> just based on your nails because let's say that random checkup is for a woman they wouldn't get the same comment out of nail polish or earrings or mm, mm. whatnot and also in a in a tattoo scenario like let's say you have tattoos male and female you probably would get like oh a cool tattoo it yeah. wouldn't like reinforce say that you're beautiful based on yeah it wouldn't reinforce any gender stereotypes on you just in i didn't take any offense to it but it's just the interesting notion to make like why even comment on it at all i don't mind the compliment like i'll just take it but uh why the need to make the comment because it's always like if you're something pops up that you don't understand you probably comment on it somehow yeah or like you need to like diffuse the situation the best you can mm. to yourself and kind of make yourself like oh that situation that weird situation is handled with so i don't know it's an interesting thing yeah. and also i've been asked like well what are you what do you mean when you put on nail polish like i should have a bigger <laughs> meaning to it like oh like people you like ask, the like, way it looks you know yeah because I, I have a friend who is tattooed from almost like neck to like toe mm-hmm. like he is almost covered and uh like the general like he just gets tattoos for fun like he th- thinks they look cool the, he gets nice designs and he just plants them on his body it's like wearing a shirt like what kind of shirt do you want yeah. to wear today just more permanent yeah and uh still for tattoos it's a uh, well, what what part of your life does this mean, or what does this <laughs> this mean to you, or like why did you get it? And the same kind of question with the nail polish, like what it like it's it's like a symbol <laughs> of rebellion or something. Like I should, it's only like a punk movement or something that would yeah. use it. But it's just interesting that there's it's such a little thing as nail polish. There's so, so many so yeah. many like what do I say expectations yeah, on and a person already as well. You know, and also, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought up the whole punk thing. Because I think we were very, you know, very well removing away from that specific assumption. Because in recent years, it's kind of also become a pop symbol, if you think about it. Like, mm. it's no longer rock stars or, like, really punk or goth uh, dudes who wear <clears throat> nail polish. It's also now a lot of 
um, kind of, I think it comes from LA culture a lot because a lot of guys will start wearing that um, for a more, you know, pop look in a way. I guess I, I, I'm not saying that the guys wear it because they want to look more poppy or something. <laughs> Um, but it's uh, it's great that now it's not just like oh you're wearing nail polish oh you're you know goth or you're a punk but now it's like oh you're wearing it and kind of because I'll wear it sometimes if it like goes with the fucking color scheme that I've got on you know uh, it really depends on on the situation um, and but also here's a point you and I are super lucky because we live in London. Where yeah. we can go out and no one will notice or care that we have uh, nail polish on for the most part. But if I walk in Bulgaria with nail polish on, I will get beaten <laughs> up. Um, would like not for not for sure, um, but it's it's a high possibility. I'll definitely get a lot of comments on it. A lot, a lot, a lot more than I would get in England. Um, so we're very lucky that we live in such a progressive city where no one really gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on the... It's a hard point to like, especially like more conservative areas, whether it's a country or a, or just a part of the city or whatnot. Mm. Like it is very hard to say like, should you wear nail polish in there? Because like ultimately like, how I found nail polish when I first put it on, it like there was as a guy like I enjoyed it. It also felt kind of wrong. Oh yeah, like it was like, like uh, I'm I'm gonna do this. It's oh, it's nice, but uh, of course it's for jokes. Like I will take yeah. this off later, Absolutely. even though I enjoy it. And then then you just start doing it more and more until yeah. it becomes part of your whatever. It, to me, it's literally like. Just a vibe. clothing choice yeah, or like whatever. I don't, I don't think it's too just much a visual about it. Vibe but even choice. the fact that like wh- wh- when it started, it started as much more than that because no one thinks twice about like putting on a t-shirt yeah. or like it is. There is not certain like oh can I put on this shirt? But then if let's say you put on a woman's t-shirt, yeah. because for example, it's always the same. Like it comes to gender stereotypes, male and female gender stereotypes, because. I usually wear women's shoes just because my shoe size is so small. <laughs> like it is difficult to find male shoes for me. Yeah. So un- unless I order online, then I kind of have to have to dangle with the women's section. And it is always like there's so many unisex options. Mm. Like it's mm-hmm. not like women's shoes are like there are those that are like super flashy and pink. And to be fair, like why not have them as male as well? Like who cares? But like there's certain design elements that go for both, both for both, yes. Uh, and uh, there's so many unisex options, and yet like I have I have a pair of same shoes that uh, males would have, but I bought them from women because they were unisex model. Yeah. But uh, uh, they they practically the same shoe, and yet I bought it from women's section just purely because of the size. Yeah. And. Uh, there was something like, like, I'm like, oh, I'm buying women's shoes. <laughs> like, there's immediately like certain like thought in it's your mind or a stigma in your mind. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, they're women's shoes. Even though they're the same exact shoe, yeah. same exact material went, it's the same exact design. It's made to be unisex. And yet, just because it had like, this is from the women's section, yeah. you kind of go like, 
Huh. It's because even like even though we realize absolutely consciously realize that it's completely okay thing to do, um, because of the you know restrictions and expectations that this society kind of imposes every day, a part of you like subconsciously is still feeling that it's wrong, you know. Yeah. Um, and we should really be breaking away from that stigma. But I agree I mean, completely. I mean, we are, but this kind of breaking the stigma st- has started from like pretty recently in like yeah. 2000 i don't think prior to 2000 men there were a lot of question like about yeah. the natural gender roles then it blew up and it's a good thing it blew up like literally just exploded it's a good thing that and a lot of people with influence are talking about it too yeah but Harry na- styles bring back manly men you yeah know? but now we're kind of in that like because you could always go back to that societal structure before where a uh, man is the head of the household and woman is the woman is the subordinate of man but like because that has been blown up and it's a good thing it has been blown up but we never like introduced a concrete alternative That's to it true. before so there wasn't from a to b now we're somewhere in between where mm. everyone's kind of mm. left to fend for themselves or find their own way so and I'm okay with that, but it just creates a certain level of confusion probably for everyone. Not just in like what you wear, yeah. but like nail po- yeah. nail polish or like even like dating culture. Like it just yeah. reflects to every single thing that used to be di- tied to the yeah. uh, old uh, gender stereotypes of male and female. I, I agree completely. And I think, you know, even though we're moving in the right direction, there is so much work to do still. Like the Harry Styles thing is is the best example because you know he he wears a dress uh, and people still freak out. People are still like, "What is going on?" Um, which is like, just leave the man alone. He wants to wear a dress. He wears a dress. And and the comments on that whole the whole I can't even believe there was a whole like debate around that. Like people are like, "Oh, Harry Styles is is not masculine." So what? You know, yeah. shut the fuck up. Leave the man I, to do I'm, whatever he wants. I'm thinking. If I would put my mind rate, because I'm more on the left in in my political thinking, but Likewise. if I if I if I if I would put myself more on the mindset of of the right and more conservative, plain things, devil's advocate, yeah, <laughs> I would probably like because in this kind of thing, because like I said, it has been blown up and there's nothing to go back to, but there's no clear alternative in sight. Then uh, we're kind of like, where is this gonna head? I feel like. If I would be conservative, I would kind of be scared that the world order that I understand is no longer, but there is no understanding to be had. And then, like, we we don't have an end goal in this. Whether should we? Probably not. But like, we just along for the ride and see where it takes. If it means that like men are wearing dresses on the street, or like, are we just allowing things to evolve as they are? It's kind of like we don't. That have nothing in sight. Yeah, and it's an. I think it's an ego thing. You know, it's an individuality thing because, uh, again, putting myself in the shoes of whoever may think it's wrong or whatever, um, those people, I assume, it's it's subconsciously, it's a lot about you know, like you have your own views in reality, and now all of a sudden there are these new ideas and new kind of things happening, and those are completely opposing whatever you're thinking. So you have to adapt and you have to have that voice inside your head that goes, oh, shit, maybe I'm wrong about my views. Mm. And that's like a lot of people are, are kind of a lot of steps away from from having that voice, specifically when it comes to 
to to thoughts and uh, ideals about the world that are so ingrained in them and that are so like such a big part of their individuality that is very difficult to ask yourself am i wrong about this and then maybe move on in that direction you know don't think black and white uh but always kind of be ready for change and always be ready to to have a conversation you know at yeah. least have the conversation i think that's such a a, a huge problem in in, in this debate and many both, other debates i think it's both sides i think i agree far, yeah yeah absolutely far, far right they should be able to, like political far right not not any any movement but like if you're politically inclined yeah. to be more towards right you gotta be adapting to to the changes of the world because the world historically has changed and then will keep changing yeah. nothing nothing's gonna just stop yeah. and like there's not gonna be any ideal world where we just stop and say this system is good and everything is like no no progress is gonna be had yeah. but also on the far left we have uh i think m- more radical changes where like things cannot just change overnight like you cannot affect people's minds overnight because many of those are ingrained in where they live their societal status how their family thinks how their friends think where are they in the part of the world do they have money to or education to broaden their views like it's it's a whole thing and you cannot just snap it and expect everyone to change and then again like why would we change the world our point of view so there is like or the western point of view we consider right so yeah i think it's 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 tricky so like yes change is good but we cannot like i impose that impose that nor expect that it is not coming i agree completely i think you know have the conversation be open-minded and you know it's it's kind of critically think about your reality and and you know, I, I again, as you, I'm definitely more on the left, but um, there are many problems with that as well. And it's, I think so, there are so many expectations now and there's so much of, you know, oh, you don't agree with me? Well, fuck you. I'm gonna, you know, stick to what I know. And really, you know, there is so much conflict and conflict uh, a lot of the times, uh, sometimes it, it does help, but a lot of the times it's actually working against both parties and against what both parties want. So I think, uh, and this is not an easy thing, this is not a thing that will happen in a year or even 10 or even 50, I think, but we should be working towards kind of a general um, understanding and a general um, common philosophy, you know, in in, in certain aspects. Mm. Mm. But even going back to like, just the nail, nail polish, polish. Yes, nail kinda, polish. Kind of because we got into this conversation that's kind of what that's you and me both wear it for just like clothing mm. it should have been as simple cut and dry as like should you wear nail polish if you want to yes move yeah. on to the next topic and yet we went on this whole political, re- political journey. journey and that's the thing like we even simple thing as a nail polish on on males still kind of carry this absolutely or around it that we need to talk about absolutely but at the end of the day it goes back to if it makes you happy and if you like it absolutely wear it that's my yeah. stance yeah my, there is no too. doubt about that you know it's it's what you want to do specifically in this case if you want to do it there ain't nothing wrong with it yeah yeah there is nothing like the stigma will they i'm talking about the stigma of what you yourself feel might feel if you put it on for the first time as a male, as I did, certainly. 
like will definitely just go away and then you if you just critically think like what came before you might not be the right answer so like why not make your yeah. own own views based on what you currently think yeah. it is after all 2021 so you don't have to adapt to political climate of let's say 90s or even 2000 you can just like live in the moment and if Absolutely. that makes you feel happy and especially in the in the current like because we don't have a clear goal at the end you can just think yourself as a pioneer or doing something that you want and uh create that be part of that new world order mm. for yourself so why not have it yeah we Absolutely. went deep in that one we went deep we in went that deep one. in that well one. get ready for the next <laughs> one <laughs> there ain't gonna be any deepness in that <laughs> Yeah, no, because we, we, we always kind of want to have variety in this, I guess, in the mm, podcast, <laughs> because we want to have like something that's of real value and then like maybe something <laughs> stupid as the one that is coming up. Um, yeah, by the way, the sound of my vape might annoy some people, <laughs> but you know, it's in it. It's, it is. It's a it is. A, it it's is an thing. important part of the podcast. It ain't it's coming a, off. It's a creative choice. There is also construction um, opposite us, which is annoying the hell out of me, but we'll have to live with that too. So yes. we apologize if you're hearing... <laughs> Hopefully not too much. So... Um, <laughs> Will you prompt us with the final one? I'll prompt us with the final one. <laughs> Bear with us on this one. <laughs> should you or should you not... Get swallowed by a snake. <laughs> um, we gotta give some context I on mean, this one. To be fair, like sci- <laughs> scientifically, like no, because we were talking about like this was this came up on the dinner table yesterday. Because we were talking yes. about the guy who, um, apparently they're, they're like some some dude or or some person. They got swallowed by a snake well, for the meme. Yeah, I was for gonna experience it, 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 to see what it's it like. It was Discovery Show eaten alive. Oh, that's uh, a full-on show. Yeah. So they do it with other animals. Uh, n- n- no, just um, the dude wanted to get eaten by a snake. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why. What prompted him to uh, to try this <laughs> endeavor? He did not get eaten ultimately. <laughs> I think he got like halfway in if I'm not completely mistaken. I have a video in front of me. Apparently that's that this whole thing is like you can see it. Um but yeah, no this dude he got the, the dude is alive. I'm watching him yes, talk right now. Um but this dude he got swallowed by a snake, you know, for the experience. Um so obviously, you know, again, the immediate <laughs> the immediate thought is do not get swallowed by a snake. But but then again, because I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking, okay? Like, say a guy comes up to me, let's call him Joe. You know, Joe, he comes up to me and he goes, Mickey, you know, I have this anaconda here. It will not kill you and I want you to get swallowed by it. So obviously, I don't think I would do it. I'm quite confident I wouldn't. But then again, rationally, you know, A... How many people can say that they've been inside a snake, not in a sexual way, you know, inside a snake, inside a snake, you know, being eaten alive by it. And B, I'm curious because this anaconda eats you and obviously it probably kind of looks like the movies where your body is on its outlines. So I'm thinking, can you not like just 
fucking Godzilla out of there and like I mean, explode without, the snake without any like. How strong is the snake? Because I'm 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 thinking like the snake has some venoms to uh first of all like stun you I yeah. guess before it eats you and then because it has the stomach acid while it eats you yeah then like this guy went in with like a protective suit or something. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah. But uh, like, he got, he in got no- a lot of backlash for it. Apparently, I'm reading now. Yeah, yeah. About, I read it to about like making entertainment about this. Yeah, I don't know regular animal behavior, but uh, yeah, like in normal situation, you will fortunately die because <laughs> because the snake will eat you, stomach acids and everything will attack you, and you will disintegrate because it can. The snake, if it eats you whole. That snake doesn't transform its form into like you in the middle. Yeah, that's true. Apparently, he was inside the snake for two hours. Yeah, but he wasn't fully there, was he? I don't think I he got fully eaten. Yeah, no, I I would think he didn't. Um, but uh, uh, that's also so scary, though. Imagine that, like, you enter the snake. Up, I I'm assuming from your feet, because I wouldn't. I, I don't <laughs> think you go in head first. Like you're jumping in a pool, you know, you go in feet first. Yeah. Um, so you're in there for two hours and this anaconda, this huge animal, is like slowly every second wrapping itself more and more into you. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, does the snake suffer, you know, when they take out its food? Because that's like if I shove a donut inside, <laughs> inside of your mouth and then take it out when it's halfway, you know, that's kind of a dick move. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. But or I, a pizza, you know, yeah. a slice like you're like teasing you basically. Because it is based on reality, like all those comedic or cartoonish things where a snake eats you and then there's like a rabbit-shaped form in there. So like the thought came like, can you why wouldn't you just as a human like bust away or like could you just like fight back? And I guess in normal scenarios you wouldn't, because <laughs> of stomach acids and probably venoms. And whatnot. Did this particular snake not have its stomach acids? It probably did, but the guy was wearing a suit, which <laughs> oh, didn't affect I see. him. So uh, I see. he maybe was. Maybe we should have watched this show before we we started talking about it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I don't, I don't see any point. We probably can scientifically already pretty accurately say what snake anatomy looks like. Just based on dissecting snakes and like doing research on them. Yeah. So there is no need for a human to go and take a peek. I agree. I I would agree on a scientific basis completely. And also on a moral and ethical basis, I would agree completely. And yet again, um, there is the, uh, I'm, you know, I'm talking as if I want to be eaten by a snake. No, there is the whole like, you know, like this dude, he's now the dude who got eaten by a snake live to tell the tale so there is some sort of personal you know satisfaction in that you know ultimately how is that any different from any other animal show like let's say a circus elephant like that's that's just a stunt for entertainment isn't it you like if i if i go to like a festival music festival and there's a guy in the corner like safely get eaten by a snake isn't that like (laughs) exploiting the snake anyway. absolutely it's exploiting the snake yeah. that's why like i'm saying no do not get swallowed by a snake uh obviously b- because of the ethical point of view uh however i can uh, to play devil's advocate <laughs> i can see the um the, I, I i mean for me yes I it would be an 
interesting experience, surely. Yeah, exactly. But also, I would probably freak out. Oh, yeah. First of all, it's probably oh, yeah. claustrophobic in there. And uh, second, like, you're looking at snakes organs did you hear about that guy you know the story about the guy who went like there was this cave explorer man who um he would explore caves obviously as a cave explorer man does and then he went really really deep into this cave and he went like into this tunnel that is so small that he got stuck in there and then he spent three days there and they tried to like pull him out and they tried all sorts of things but then you know, uh, very unfortunately, the man passed away in that cave. But don't you think that that is, like, honestly one of the worst ways to die? Like, you spend three days in a hole that is completely dark, and you are absolutely, you know, smooshed between two pieces of rock. And you do that for three days, kind of thinking the whole time that you're going to die, but not knowing when you're going to die. And then you do die. That is absolutely horrendous to me. That terrifies the fuck out of me. Yeah. Yeah, like, man stuck. Ultimately, like, would you want to be swallowed by anything, human or animal? Because ultimately, you're just going to see organs. Um. So, so, like, it's the same thing with snake. You're just going to look at this very disgusting, like, raw insides of something yeah. with snakes it's just the added element of very being very claustrophobic because it is literally wrapping itself around you yeah so even as like a stunt experience like let's say it would be acceptable to have it in a corner and it, it is just a stunt that people can do like a bungee jump how pleasurable would it be <laughs> who would enjoy that um some dude in the 1900s got swallowed by a sperm whale. But aren't they huge? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying... It's like, kind of like Pinocchio situation no, yeah, where no, you go... No, no, no. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that. Like, there are instances of... And apparently, I don't know, but maybe he... Wait, the story was that sailors chased blah, blah, blah. Um, he actually... Oh... It's a fiction story. Well, forget oh. what I just said. <laughs> well, there is a, well, there is apparently a story about some dude who got swallowed by a whale, but he didn't actually get swallowed by a whale. Uh, but whales actually, um, that's a myth as far as I know, because they have teeth that like grind everything as it comes in. Uh, so it's very difficult to get swallowed by a whale. The only theoretical situation in which you can is if they, you know, in the split second that their teeth are open, that's when you fully enter. Um... But, you know, obviously, I don't think you can live if you get swallowed by a whale. If yeah. you're already that deep in the I, sea or in the ocean to be swallowed by a mm -hmm. damn whale, then you're probably a dead man anyway. And I guess it's not like Pinocchio where you just float in this certain little pond in their mouth. There is some like... Wait, and like, like what humans have. Have you not seen Pinocchio? I, I, I'm going to know the story. What? I'm gonna need a refresher. What so, are you talking so about? So Pinocchio's father, Gebetto, yes. uh, goes <laughs> looking for Pinocchio and he gets swallowed by a snake. And obviously because it's a fairy... Snake, sorry, not snake. Whale. Uh, whale. Uh -huh. And obviously because it's a fairy tale, he... Because he went on this giant boat. Uh -huh. He The boat is just kind of floating in the whale's mouth. And yeah. he's just kind of living there yeah. until Pinocchio finds him in there. But uh, basically, like, you cannot just... Because he's there floating on his boat. Yeah. And, like, he's fishing on the fish that 
this whale eats. Yeah. So he's just kind of fishing those and secondhandedly <laughs> living like a parasite, like take, <laughs> taking his share of the food. Um, I don't think you can do that because like humans as well as other animals have those like organs in your mouth that push yeah. the food down when yeah. you swallow. So I'm guessing if you get swallowed by a whale, the <laughs> same kind of organs just push you further into the stomach yeah. for you to be melted by the stomach acid. So yeah, I don't think... I don't think if an animal manages to survive, if you if an uh, if animal manages to swallow you, there's no <laughs> chance of survival for you so, whatsoever. So to to wrap it up, in my opinion, you know, as 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 I guess unique as the experience mm-hmm. might be, it is not worth it. It is also morally and ethically wrong. Yes. And, and would it and, even be pleasurable? And, and no. Honestly, honestly, it's just kind of kind of damn pointless. Like, you're getting swallowed by a snake. Yeah, it's a cool party story. Like, you can go up to people and you can be like, you know what? An anaconda swallowed me. And ultimately, like, snakes have very thick skins. So would you be even able to see anything? Or would it just kind of like, if you go now and wrap yourself as tight as you can in your blanket? Yeah. Would it be kind of the same experience? Well, remember when we... Except that there's an actual snake in one that is eating you. in the first lockdown when we did wrap me up in a bunch of blankets? Yeah. Uh, that was very scary, and yeah, I felt very claustrophobic. I, and now I imagine myself in an animal. Yeah, in but such also a way. like you probably won't see anything because it probably is dark inside there. I just, you know, just now people just got out of context. I was like, remember when we wrapped me <laughs> in a bunch of blankets, and you were like, yeah, you know, absolutely. We're not gonna say anything else. You if, gotta if wonder this, if this attracts viewers. We will release it as a 100 special yeah, on our Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. The video. Um, people from New Zealand, hit us up if you want to know why. There is a video. There, there is many, a video, and many, we will release it if we hit 100 <laughs> followers. There are many videos. Um, I think that was a good first episode. Yes. Yeah. But to co- to c- cut back to the to come to a conclusion, should I be eaten by a snake? Oh yes, true. No. <laughs> yes, don't. No, absolutely not. There, no, there not. is no reason yeah. why you should ever be swallowed by a snake. <laughs> but I guess that's what you can expect on the mm, podcast. Is <laughs> you know, we'll talk about toxic masculinity, and then we'll talk about getting swallowed yeah, by a snake. We, we answer the questions that public listen, needs. Listen, to listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. You know, just riddle is this. When else have you listened to two dudes talking about being swallowed by a snake? <laughs> Never is the answer. So, you know, I think the uniqueness is a really cool niche for us. Yes. Um, so, and you can also prompt, I guess people can prompt us, People right? can prompt us. Yeah, DM want. us on uh, Instagram. Yes. Uh, well, we have uh, the mm podcast is on Instagram. So DM us there. Um, and uh, we're on Spotify with this. So keep, yeah. keep, yeah, like follow it. What do you do on Spotify? You follow a podcast? Do you like it? I guess you can just say subscribe. Uh, no, because I don't actually know how podcasts work. Like, I guess, <laughs> I guess you just keep checking if a new episode comes, but our new episode comes out every Thursday. Yeah, so Thursday. Keep checking yeah. on Thursday. That's true. We come out Thursday and then follow the definitely follow the Instagram because that's yes. where we'll update. And then the Spotify, like follower, subscriber, whatever you do there. Um, and hit us up, you know, DM us with some prompts. Uh, Tell us, you know, give us some feedback on this episode or something, you know, share it to your friends in New Zealand. (laughs) I guess that's a niche I really want to hit. You know, I want some New Zealand friends because I want to see the (laughs) Hobbit village um, for free. No topic Uh, is stupid enough. If you have a topic in your life and you're on the fence of, huh, should I do it? I don't really know. I need an opinion. (laughs) We will give you that opinion. We will digest the whole matter (laughs) and give you our final answer. Or listen, even if it's not personal, even if you're just like, hmm, 
I've always wanted to listen to two dudes talk about this. Then, you know, give it to us and we'll talk about it. Yes. You know, probably uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll prejudge the idea. <laughs> we'll see if it makes to the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. To the mm, podcast. <laughs> And I gotta stop saying it so sexually. You know? <laughs> yes. And uh, it, it is just mmm podcast. Yeah, that's true. To be fair, it kind of needs a sexual kick. It, it cannot just be mmm podcast. Yeah, it's not mmm podcast. It's like it's like a pleasure. It's like mmm, you yes. know, not necessarily. A se- it's like the pleasure like you get a pleasure when you of eat nice the coffee or a nice chocolate, and not not necessarily anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like mmm, this chocolate is nice. It's not like mmm, you know, I'm getting whatever. So um, oh no, I'm out. Of, hold on. <laughs> Listen to more of the mm, podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Sick. Yes. Have a great day. Night. Enjoy <laughs> Where, your weekend. Wherever you are, enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Enjoy New your Zealand. day and night. <laughs> Keep safe. Take care. Look after one another. Bye. Bye. <laughs>